Marketing Espresso, making marketing as enjoyable, energizing, and digestible as your morning coffee. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's another episode of Marketing Espresso. We are coming into the end of the year. It is the end of November, which is very hard to believe, but I am so excited because, you know, I mean, this is such a beautiful time of year. We're about to enter summer, my favorite season. And if you disagree with me, I won't hear it. Winter is shit. (laughs) Sorry, my winter lovers. But like, you know, summer's just better. I think we can just, can we just all agree summer's better? Yeah, so excited to be with you today. So excited you chose to listen to this podcast over and above others. And I just wanted to ask you all to do that thing that I ask you at the start of every single episode. So if you haven't done it yet, please, or if you're new to the show, the thing I ask you to do is word of mouth, right? Like spread the love for me about this podcast. There's only so much spruiking I can do with my own podcast before I look narcissistic. (laughs) And of course, leave me a review and a rating, reach out, say, hey, all of the great things. And I appreciate you for doing that. Genuinely so grateful. I love producing this podcast. I'm coming up to pretty much some of my last episodes for the year. So, you know, what are we going to do with the podcast next year, guys? Where are we going to take it? What heights are we going to reach? My goal is to monetize this damn thing, right? Like I think it should be anyone's goal with the podcast, of course. I know how many of you listen and I'm so grateful for you. And I would love to, you know, be able to bring you even more value through, obviously, monetization of it because then, you know, it just makes sense. At the moment, it's something I do literally as passion, but, um, you know, I'd love to pay my mortgage a bit easier. (laughs) You guys know I'm always so honest with you about this stuff, so don't be shocked that I'm even talking about it. But yes, thank you for listening to Marketing Espresso, wherever you joined me, whether you joined me back in the, you know, infancy of this podcast or whether you've joined the journey this year, wherever you're at, I'm appreciative of you. And I can't believe how long it's been going on. Like we are um, 230 episodes. Like it's just unreal. I guess because I do two a week, but I've got some pretty cool guests coming up for you guys next year, but we won't go into that. Because, like, I know it's hard to believe, but I've pretty much already got the roster till midway through the year. So that's exciting for you guys. So, um, yeah, keep tuning in and I'll keep bringing you some damn hot episodes. And today I want to talk to you about niching because <sighs> everyone talks about niching. It's such a trend. You know, back when I started in marketing, we didn't even talk about niching. We just knew who we were trying to target. We didn't give it this fancy name. We were like, cool, we created this product and we think these people will buy it. Or, hey, we've got this service and we know that it's useful for these people. We didn't overcook it. And I feel like we overcook these things now. We definitely overcook everything. We overthink everything and we've got a fucking name for everything. <laughs> I'm not saying in some instances, it's that's great that we have that. But in regards to marketing, I think like, I definitely think it's overcooked. Like I think sometimes simplicity is the best thing for your business. Like just keeping it really simple and not overthinking it and not overdoing it. Like I think the most beautiful marketing is done when it's done from the heart. Like, and I know it sounds really corny, but we get into business for a reason. We love what we do for a reason. Like I love Mondays and I, I don't dread like Sunday nights. Like I fucking love Sunday nights. I chill out. I prep myself for the week. I get up on a Monday. I'm like, how lucky am I to do this job? This could be the best job in the whole world. Like I couldn't picture myself doing anything different. And I genuinely mean that. I love what I do. I love the people I get to work with. It's just, it's a love fest for me. And I think if you haven't built that in your business, then, you know, um, talk to me because 
I went through a lot of reiter- lot of iterations with my business to get to where I am now. So I'm more than happy to talk to you about that. And niching for me has been a point of contention because I've had so many business coaches tell me that I haven't niched enough and that I'll never be successful because I haven't niched enough. Niche, 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 niche. And I think that like, sure, for some people being the marketer to accountants or being the marketer to financial services or being the marketer to dentists may work. You may have a system and you may only want to work with dentists. You may only want to work with financial services. But my model for how I work with businesses, it can work a lot across a lot of different things. And this is where I want you to think about niching differently. Niching doesn't have to be industry-based. Niching doesn't have to be this simple way of, I only work with teachers. I only work with people looking to quit their job. Niching can be so much broader than that. And it doesn't mean you're not going to be successful like everyone wants to tell you on Instagram (laughs) or even LinkedIn these days, right? Just because some people have had a lot of quick success by niching really, really rapidly and addressing only their market, that's great for them. But you can address your market, but your market, for example, with me, service-based business to business. And occasionally I even pick up B2C and that's fine because my model works for that too. But my model works across a lot of different stuff, but that's because I know exactly what I've done. And I've worked in many different businesses when I was a CMO and like a, a marketing, you know, head of marketing, shit like that. When I brought marketing into teams, into businesses, that's what I did. And I've helped do that. That was my corporate career. And we talked, I talked about this a couple of episodes back about finding a unique selling proposition. And this really ties back into that quite nicely because niching looks different for everyone. And if someone ever tells you that you're not going to be successful because you're not, you know, speaking directly to Martha or speaking directly to to Jimmy, I want you to really like think about whether that's actually going to work for you. Because it doesn't mean you're not going to be successful just because you're not like, hey, accountants that earn $20,000 a month or less than, or bookkeepers that are just starting out in business, I'm talking to you. For some people, of course, it works really, really well. I'm not saying it doesn't, but there are other ways to niche. So for example, I know that one of my products is perfect for businesses that are getting between 10 to 20K a month. I know that my product works beautifully for them. It works beautifully for service-based businesses. It works beautifully for other marketers and it works really, really well for coaches and, and, you know, across a whole broad range of people. But the strategy that I implement for these people is exactly perfect for them. And that product works because I know they can afford it too. So I market them there. This podcast is semi-marketed to them. Actually, to be honest, this podcast actually isn't really marketed to anyone. I love it when people are like, oh, I'd love to come on your podcast. Who's the niche? I'm like, fucking anyone that cares about marketing, like literally anyone. I have CMOs that listen. I have business owners that listen. I have people that just love to have a laugh. (laughs) No, not really. This is not a comedy podcast, but I actually, a lot of, um, (laughs) massive overshare guys, a lot of guys that match with me on dating apps, they're like, oh, what's your podcast? Cause I'll mention that I have a podcast. Cause you know, what a level up. (laughs) No, but they need to know that obviously I'm chronically extroverted. I can't end up with a guy that doesn't get that about me and having your own podcast makes that pretty damn clear, right? So my point to this is this podcast is not niche to anyone. And people would be like, oh, well, you're never going to grow it. It's growing fine. Let me tell you, because it's it's literally niche to anyone that has marketing on their brain and needs some help with it. That's a huge market. And every single episode is relevant to some people and not relevant to others. And that doesn't bother me. Some people might skip an episode and be like, nah, it's not really for me. I don't care about that or don't like that guest or don't like what Beck's raving about here. 
don't agree with her. Cool. Keep keep moving. Like love it, loathe it, whatever. It's not niched and it doesn't need to be. It's hugely successful in its own little right. And I freaking love it. I love making it. And I love the fact that it's not niche. I love the fact that I can talk broader marketing to people here and change this whole, the whole goal of this podcast and the niche of it. The purpose of it is to change the narrative around marketing and cut through the bullshit messaging that is out there, right? Whole point of this podcast, very passionate about it. You can hear that. So niching may look different for you. Niching may look like I target businesses in service-based industries that earn 20 grand a month or above. I target businesses that have teams of 20 or more in the, you know, in the product-based sector. I target FMCG, which is fast-moving consumer goods. For businesses that are 10 mil plus, I work with their leaders, blah. Your niche doesn't need to be, I target Joy and she looks like X, Y, Z. You are welcome to niche however the hell you want to, because sometimes it's not going to be as simple as this is my market. This is my only market. And these are the only people I'm going to talk to. And sometimes if you get forced down that path, you're going to lose a lot of potential customers because they're not going to see you. And I think, you know, the argument for niching and getting really, really is like, then you're only going to reach your customers. Yeah, that's great. But they might not even be on the channel that you've been told that they are. You know, maybe, maybe when you niche down to only target vets and you're just on Instagram, maybe you're not converting because the vets don't give a shit about your services when they're on their Instagram. They're tuning out from the world because they have a really fucking hard job. If you don't know that, you can look into the mental health stats of vets. But this is my point to you. It's like there is a lot of messaging out there around niching and I think it's really dangerous because I think it pressures people into thinking that they're not going to be successful if their messaging is, your messaging can still be really targeted and be for a broad market. Let me tell you, mine is really targeted messaging. It's like really clear what it is that I do, but I reach different markets and that's probably why I'm successful going to say it. <laughs> and, you know, success looks different for everyone, obviously, but in my, in my head and in my version of success, I'm happy and that is success for me. I'm paying the bills and that is success for me. So, and I'm reaching a broad range of people to change this narrative around marketing. Tick, success for me. So, you know, set your barriers around success, but I would say rethink the way that you think about niching. I've rambled on for long enough, but I'm going to leave you with that tidbit. Like, don't Get pressured into only reaching one person if you can see that there is value in the fact that you want to reach a broad range of people because your your model, your foundations of your business, what you implement for businesses can help a wide variety of people. So don't get pressured into this niching pressure. And if you're not sure, reach out to me and let's have the chat. You know, maybe it is that you need to niche. Maybe it is that you need to only reach these people because your your product or your service is absolutely perfect and going to hit those people perfectly and you will own the marketing for every accountant in Australia. Like maybe you have a product or a system or a process that just absolutely nails it and you're going to be the go-to for those people. But unless you kind of have that, sometimes, you know, the niching may actually be a detriment or you niche in a different way. You think about niching differently. That's my message, guys. Have a fab week. As always, I'll be back in your ears next week. Thanks for listening.
Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.